Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is a podcast called 25 Whistles, talking football, and they all wear a whistle, yeah, it's stupid, but what did you expect? It's a podcast called 25 Whistles. 25 Whistles presented by DraftKings Fantasy Sports. Check out what DraftKings has to offer this season with the code Bobby Sports because life is more fun when you're in on the action. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. Whistle. Let's start the show. Parlay, we missed. Uh, oh, guys. Well, if we're to hey. mention the Michigan game first, they mm-hmm. did win. But that was a close game. I know. And they were up by double digits in the first half. And I'm not even talking about covering. I'm mostly I'm talking about they're supposed to still be mad. Have they run out of madness? No. <laughs> they did win. And, you know, Harbaugh wasn't there. But next week, man, that's the game. It's the game of the game year. Game of the week. Game of the year. Game of the life. Yeah. I thought it was last week, so I'm happy it's this week. <laughs> Ohio State? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Michigan minus four as of right now. Mm-hmm. But Harbaugh will not be on the sideline. And... I don't know. I think if one of them beats the other by 17 or more, one of them won't make the playoff. I think if it's within single digits, I think one absolutely makes the playoff. I think if it's 10 to 16, depending on where that touchdown falls, because, again, these are computer plus human vote. It's a combination because the humans do feed in a lot of the information that the computer then takes and builds an algorithm for and says, this is our order. But if it's over 17, I just don't see. Like last year, one of them will get kicked out. So you're saying computer does it first, then the humans vote on it? I say that the humans get to put in a lot of their bias and perspective. And I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> humans always screw it up, though. Sure, it's, sure. It's not just uh, so. I know they try to make it as, as computer as possible. But I was reading a story about how even if you computerize everything, the human has to actually set up the computer. So, True. what do I know, dude? I just think that what's going to happen here is there's probably going to be a blowout again, and one of them gets left out. Really? I don't oh, care. Wow. I don't. I don't care which side. So Maryland can make it a close game, but Ohio State's not. Oh no! I think Ohio State wins. Oh, even though they're <laughs> four, even though they're a four point dog, I would, I will be betting them money line. That's gonna be tough. Yeah, that offense ain't very good. Correct. 
And that Michigan defense is really good. I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Still going to do it. It doesn't matter, though, <laughs> with these two teams. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So, especially a game this close, where the spread's only four, you know they're anticipating a... Th- those two teams are equal, because they're in Michigan, right? Yeah. So, those two teams are equal in their mind, because Michigan is getting three points for just being at home. So, if they're playing at a neutral side, it's a one-point game. So, in, in, in the minds of the humans to the computers... Like I said, humans and computers. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're pretty equal teams. But then Michigan's home field advantage. But then Michigan also doesn't have their head coach. Michigan's also, and they didn't play very well against Maryland. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that one happened. Kansas State, I bet them uh, minus seven and a half. They did not cover, but they won again. Great game. I didn't even care that much. That you missed the parlay? That, yeah. I just like to see them win. Yeah, man. And it was it's a awesome. good game because Kansas played well. And I guess Kansas coach is not going to Michigan State. I was told by some pretty good sources that he was out. <laughs> That he was going. Leopold, whatever his name is. Yeah. Leipold. Yeah. Nice Leipold. I like Leopold. I like that too. Makes me feel like it's uh, that ice cream with all three flavors. Uh, Neapolitan. Yeah, that's oh. what it makes me, reminds mm-hmm. me of. Leopolitan. Mm-hmm. I was that's thinking that. of like a general back in like the 1700s. Oh, uh, that's Napoleon. Yeah. Or like a lion. Leopold. Oh, yeah. yeah Interesting too. <laughs> We're watching this show called My Best Friend the Spy. Did I mention this already? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's probably not the name of it. But it's got the guy Damon, who may be Australian, and he was in the show with Carrie over in the Middle East. Homeland. And then he was in the show about billions of dollars. Billions. Billions. Thank you. <laughs> and so now he's in this. <laughs> Never but, saw that. But he plays a British spy, and this other guy's a British spy. A spy among friends. Boom. He's the redhead from um, yeah. Homeland? Uh-huh. Interesting. And I think he might be Australian. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. He's something that's yeah, not American. Correct. But he's British in this. And it's, I, I don't like the colors of shows like this. What do you mean? I struggle with dark colors anyway. And it's very dark greeny, dark bluey, kind of grainy. Got it. Mm. I like that. Whenever movies have a tint like that. Yeah, it's definitely tinted because it is World War, I don't know. One or two? Yeah, something. But everybody hates Germany and Russia and these two spies, the whole purpose is, um, are they telling the truth or lying? Because one of them gets in trouble immediately. And it's only six episodes. It's based on a book. And the book was nonfiction. And they do that thing where they're like, this is based off a nonfiction book. Some of the characters have been dramatized, meaning they're getting as close as they possibly can. They just don't want to get sued. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's all that so means. So if they just say that. And we're three in of six total. It is, I was watching it last night with my wife. And I'm like, man, the only reason I like this show is because I'm an adult. If I were a kid, I would have hated this show. Eddie, you'll hate it. It's too much talking. I don't like dialogue. Yeah, I know. I mean, I do like dialogue movies. It's just got to be really good if it's dialogue. Right, no. But if it's like a movie about something big that's supposed to happen, and all I do is talk about it, hate it. Like, yeah, there you, was a movie back in the day called like 13 Days. It was like about the Cuban Missile Crisis, and it was literally two hours of people in a meeting. And I'm like, why would I want to watch a movie on this? Mike, you see that one, 13 Days or whatever? Uh, is that Kevin Costner? <laughs> yeah, something like Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fantastic dialogue. No, nah, That's terrible. the point of it. <laughs> and mostly what we're referring to is the movie about the bomb. Yeah, Oppenheimer. And you hated it. Yeah, man. I'm like, where's the bomb? And all they're doing is talking about the bomb. Like, I want to see the bomb. It's the buildup to the bomb. Yeah. Is it the whole movie about if and when the bomb, not the bomb going off? Yes, and the moral ramifications of the bomb. And, and arguing about the it. bomb. Like, should we build it this way? No, we shouldn't build it that way. It's like, come on, let's see the bomb. And when did, did Mike, you liked Oppenheimer, right? Oh, I loved Oppenheimer. You saw it in theaters, you went immediately. Yeah. And when does it come out on 
my screen. It'll probably be out, I think, next week. Let's go. I can't wait. I can't wait to sit and just dialogue, e-dialogue. I'm, 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 I'm. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about it. Because here's the deal, too. I saw it on IMAX. Like, they were making a big deal. Like, oh, you got to watch it on the big screen. For what? To see a big face talk? Oh, like, no. That made it so much better. 70 millimeter <laughs> IMAX. Oh, that's fantastic. pretty funny, Eddie. <laughs> I'm like, now I just see big faces. Why do I need to watch it on IMAX? Because all they're doing is talking. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. But it made the bomb scene so much better. Mm. So there is a bomb scene. Oh, oh yeah. So there wait, is a bomb. Wait, wait for it. Wow. Okay. All that to say, that, that movie, that show's pretty good. We're three in. Spies Like Us? What's it called? Wait, wait, it's yeah, called Spy Kids. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Spy Kids too. Mm-hmm. Shark Boy. <laughs> we were uh, bouncing back and forth last night between that and the Vikings and Denver, which, by the way, I guess Russell Wilson's pretty good again. Yeah, what's going on over there? All of a sudden. I, I, it's probably a good coach now. Peyton, Sean Peyton, yeah. yeah. Russ Wilson, I guess, is pretty good. I don't think he's great again, but he doesn't have to. Be. They, I mean, they, they, the AFC is so stacked, it's going to be tough for them to make the playoffs, but they might make playoffs, which is crazy to think. Yeah, they needed this win. Um, Oklahoma State, Ed, it was Eddie's bet. He bet money line. We got which it. Which was a weak bet, but you bet it. And we, they would have covered, too. They would have covered. But you didn't pick the cover, so. <laughs> they were down early. Were you scared or not? Uh-huh, I was okay. puckered. No, sure. I suck. Kevin sucks. Yep. I was happy, though, that Michigan did win. I love the drama. I was happy that Kansas State did win. We love those guys. Cooper BB is, you know, the guy that we did our episode with. Yeah, he's, he's much like, bigger on TV. I mean, he was big in person, don't get me wrong, but on TV, in, on that line, he is humongous. And he's like the guy, like the offensive lineman. Yeah. yeah. And, and they highlight him, and he keeps getting finalists and all these big offensive lineman awards. And uh, good dude. You can watch him in our Kansas State episode of Too Much Access. But they won again, and good for them. Yeah. I don't know how we got to the TV thing. Leopold. Yeah, me neither. He's not going to Michigan State, I guess. Oh, yeah. The coach, the can- right. We went from Kansas That's coach to right. Netflix shows. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, before I hit the tittle-tattle, does anybody have anything to say? Huh? What? Did you do something wrong? Yeah, are you no. setting us up? No, but you all look like you're itching to jump in on that at some point because I just kept talking. If there's nah. anything I-, I skated over, good? No, nah, I mean, we're going to go over games, right? Okay, let's get to the tit. Go. <laughs> With Caleb Williams going to the NFL and USC joining the Big Ten next year, do you think it's possible Lincoln Riley leaves USC? Bro, Lincoln Riley has not been a very good coach this year. What's he going to do? Who's going to hire him? This has not been his, his, his resume leader. It's crazy how bad USC has been. Yeah. You know what's even worse than their defense, I think, is their offensive line. All of the big people have kind of sucked. Yeah. Like, like, if you're supposed to be big... You mean like physically big, like yeah. this, the big size like people, fat guys, strong guys. Okay, but he's always had trouble with fat guys, strong guys. Even at Oklahoma, it was always fast guys, oh. quarterbacks, and so. So big fat guys are not his specialty. Big or saying. fat or big fat. Correct. And you need the, both. You need big guys. Sure. And then you also need big fat guys. Mm-hmm. But you also need little guys. You also need quick guys that are big. But he, he, this has been this has not been a good year for Lincoln Riley. Uh, they play LSU and Michigan in two of their first three games next year. Oof. Be a rough start. He's in year two, and he signed a 10-year, $110 million deal. And they have that five-star kid, Malachi Nelson. I mean, he's going to be their starting quarterback next year. What if he leaves? Bro, <laughs> I don't know what's going on over there. I, Cause, I tend to do this with Lincoln Riley. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because this has been a bad year, absolutely. He's going to have to make a 
defensive coordinator change, which he did. He got rid of his guy that's been with him forever. Um, but he's a good coach, and he's won everywhere. And so this has been a bad year. So you give him a bad year. If it happens again next year, then you probably start to wonder what's going to happen with him. I don't know if they're going to fire him. I don't know if America can afford to pay Jimbo and Lincoln, even though it's not the same <laughs> coming from the same account. I don't think our country has enough money to pay both of those people off. We're pretty rich. I think the buyout was, I saw, like 80 to $90 million it's, it's wild. If it happened. Wow. Think about if it's, let's just say it's what Jimbo's was, which was, say, 70 on the low end. $140 million to just buy coaches out. And then you got to pay other coaches, right? Yeah. Think yeah. about the good things you could have done with that money and like mm-hmm. the communities. Why do you pay? Yeah, that's a good point. But why do you pay other coaches? Because they're all attached. Like they brought No, you got to pay. An, well, first of all, partially. But I'm saying you got to pay the other coach to come and take the job. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. The new coach. Gotcha. So you got to pay the buyout. But then let's say you're going to hire Reed as the head coach. Or you got to pay Reed $5 million a year. And that's very low. So, Reed, would you take the job? Uh, yeah, 100%. What, I'd would, say, what um, would your offensive scheme probably be based around? Um, I'd probably say uh, a play that uh, I, I, I heard from a guy back in the day that um, has to do with uh, Ring Around the Rosie. And nice, thank you, Reed. Okay, I'm gonna. That'll work. I, I don't think he leaves for a job in any way whatsoever. I don't think he goes anywhere. I don't think anybody wants him. Yeah, too much money up for. Why would he leave when he's making that much money? Also, at USC, and you don't want to leave with a bad taste in your mouth here. Yeah, he's got to try to turn it he's around. Got, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, and he can easily. I do think he can easily. All right, what else? At a quiet ten and one, does Louisville deserve a shot at the college football playoff? They do if some other things fall into place. Meaning, let's go SC championship. Let's go Georgia, Alabama. Let's say Georgia wins that game. Okay, Alabama two losses out. Mm-hmm. Let's say Michigan, Ohio State. Let's just say one of them's out because one of them whoops another one. So we'll put the Big Ten team in there. Because there's also a scenario where you have two SECs and two Big Tens, mm-hmm. which would be hilarious, a hilarious playoff of those two conferences. Oh, my gosh. So, okay, so th- then you have two. So then you have a possible Texas. Let's say Texas loses in the Big 12 championship. They lose. They could lose a couple times. Who cares? Okay? So who else is up there? Than Oregon Washington. and Washington. So let's say Florida State. Florida, uh, State. Florida State's done. They yeah, lost a quarterback. Okay. Uh, you can't put them in now. Yeah. They're going to have to win out, be undefeated, and it, they will get put in then. But if they lose one game, they're out because, again, those humans yeah. are going to go, we can't put him in, that team in, without their starting quarterback. And I think they have to win big both games. They play, I think, Florida I, this I, I don't think you can really? keep them out undefeated, even without their quarterback. I think Gotta an, give them a chance. Un, I think an undefeated Florida State team, if they win two more games without yeah. their quarterback and they're undefeated – even though we probably all think there's no way, yeah, I still think you have to give the undefeated team in a Power Five conference a spot in the four. But let's say they lose. They're yep. out. Yep. Okay. Who do we have left? Washington, Oregon. I think one of those teams gets in. Mm-hmm. I think Oregon is now better than Washington. But if they play a close game, they could actually both get in. How do you feel about two teams from the Pac-12? But Oregon has to win because Oregon with two losses, Oregon, there's no sorry, way, correct. right? Oregon with a close win over Washington. But let's say that doesn't happen. Let's say Washington wins, Oregon's out, that's two losses. Okay. So, so far, the only teams we have in are Georgia, the Big Ten team, we'll just say Michigan since they're the favorite, and Washington. Okay, who's left? It's not LSU. They got two losses. They didn't even make the SEC championship. Three. Three losses, excuse me. Thank you. It's Louisville. I think, it, which Oof. is my point, a lot of things have to it's happen. Crazy. <laughs> but I think then it's Louisville. 
because who else would it be? I just don't think you can put LSU in for any reason whatsoever, and I know they're kind of in the, oh, do we let them in? No. No. No, you don't, you're not going to let a two-loss team in, much less a three. So, yes, I think they deserve it if some things fall through. I don't think they're one of the best four or five teams, though. No. But the Florida State thing sucks for Florida State. Yeah, I feel bad for them. And Jordan Travis. That sucks. Uh, they're, listen to this, though. They play Kentucky, and then they're going to play Florida State mm-hmm. mm. in the ACC title game. That's Louisville. Louisville schedule. So one of those teams is kind of going to eliminate each other anyway. Yeah. It, they won't for sure play their way in, both of them, but for sure one of them would get eliminated regardless if that game depends on it. How did their backup quarterback do? Because when did did he go the first Early. half? Early. Yeah, they were down 13-0, and then they won 15-13, I think. They just were bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah, they played Southern they, Alabama or something. They played us. They played 20, 25 <laughs> whistles. <laughs> Rec team. Our team? Yeah. It's yeah, pretty, North Alabama. It's pretty cool that Louisville yeah. is there, but, you know, if you're 10-1 and one and you're in the ACC, that's not the same thing as 10-1 and one in the Big Ten, the Big 12, the SEC, the Pac-12. They just need some things to happen. But if this was like Clemson in the ACC, they would Absolutely, be up there, right? Because they have earned over the last few years the humans to go, I believe in that coach. He's done it before. I believe in the program. But Louisville hasn't. It's unfair. Oh, I, I hear you. But the humans in the computers. Right. Humans first, then computers. Yes. Because we made the computers. <laughs> Correct. All right, go ahead. Going to the NFL where their team's having completely different seasons, do you think the Panthers are regretting not taking C.J. Stroud in the draft? If they fire Frank Wright after one year with no weapon, yeah, that's crazy. it is a disaster. I know that owner really likes to be medley with that team. I would, too. If I was the owner, I'd be the secret second coach. I'd be like, I own the team. You guys do whatever you think's best. Yeah, right. I got an earbud. Hey, it'd be really – I'm with my friends. <laughs> they would love to see a flea flicker. <laughs> I'd be doing that crap like crazy. Uh, so Secretly, secretly. Yeah, but in an earpiece, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, guys, watch this. Watch this. <laughs> you guys want to see a center sneak? Watch this. Watch this. Dude, that'd be a great party. Yes, coach, watch. Uh, we need center sneak, please. So, I still, I, I watched Bryce Young, and I know he threw a bad pick yesterday. The Cowboys, sure, uh, threw that that pick six. The guy's got four. By the way, four. Yeah, yeah I think he's four got pick sixes. Four pick sixes, seven interceptions in the year. Like wild. Killing it, killing that, it. that being said, I think Bryce Young is a good quarterback. I really do. He plays. His interceptions are so calm and composed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does look calm and composed, I mean, even afterwards. Uh, he's thrown nine touchdowns, eight interceptions. The Panthers are one and nine. But I'm t- I, I, maybe, they, maybe they are, but I don't think it's because of Bryce Young. If they are wanting C.J. Stroud, it's simply because of C.J. Stroud, which I don't think is a shot against Bryce Young. I still think Bryce Young is going to be a really good quarterback if he can just have any sort of help. I have no reason to like him. He played for Alabama. I don't care about that. He beats crap out of us. He was nice to us, though. He was, he was nice. very nice yeah. to us. I forgot about that part. Good kid. Good kid. <laughs> yeah. He was, but I still, I watch, I've watched almost every Panther game. And remember, uh, let me mention a couple other quarterbacks who had very similar, even worse rookie years. Maybe Trevor Lawrence. Maybe Peyton Manning. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Played for bad teams with no help. Terrible rookie seasons because they let him play the whole season. That's what, that, that's. Part of the glory. You just can't compare him to C.J. Stroud, who's just out of his mind. Although he did, he went very rookie yesterday, second half. Yeah, he had the yardage, but yeah, three t- or three, three interceptions. Yeah. He, he tried to lose the game. That one touchdown, though, the long one to take Dell, oh, that was like, dirty. It was awesome. That was dirty. Hey, and do teams, like, after it's said and done, like, with a draft and everything, do they ever, like, midseason go, like, man, we 
should have gotten CJ Stroud. Like <laughs> probably just, you to think each so? other really quietly. I bet there's like a guy, a scout that's like, man, I tried to tell them to draft <laughs> CJ. <laughs> well, the, what word on the street is because you guys know where I'm from. The street. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the owner was really who was pushing hard for Stroud. Because Frank Reich, his thing has always been big, pocket, uh, strong arm quarterbacks. That's not really Bryce Young. What Bryce Young is, right. but I still think Bryce Young is a good quarterback. I think he will be a good quarterback. I agree. I, I was watching Kyler Murray yesterday. Is he the smallest player ever to play in the NFL? <laughs> How does he look smaller than ever? He looks tiny. He's he he lost. It's like a child. <laughs> yeah. I never used to think that, but it's like a child running around out there. It's like I start to feel bad for him. Like, leave the kid alone. <laughs> Don't hurt the little kid. <laughs> but uh, Panther, Panthers, I thought, played the Cowboys. Eddie, your Cowboys almost played that game too close. Yeah, they did. They sure did. And then defense turned into good defense. and At the end of the game, the score does not reflect really how correct. close the game was throughout correct. the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and then C.J. Stroud tried to lose that game. Yeah. But also, that's a rookie. A rookie's supposed to do that sometimes. But also, it, what it tells me about the Texans is they can win games. They're not playing awesome. I know. They don't have to play out of their mind <laughs> to win a game. And that's, how, that's what the good teams do. That's amazing. They win games that they kind of sucked in. Yeah. So kind of cool to see. It's kind of cool to see the Texans win. Yeah, it's fun. And they got a rookie coach. Yeah. They got a rookie quarterback. And then even Will Anderson's having a good year, which yeah. is kind of quietly. Yeah, it's fun. It you got to like a team with no weapons, no big-name weapons doing real, doing pretty good. Yeah. Or weapons you didn't think were weapons. Yeah. Until they said, here I am. We're, guys, we're weapons. Did you guys see Miles Garrett without a shirt on? Oh, my God. That is he a no. monster? I mean. Hey, what does it look like? Describe it. So he, he by, by, by the way, playing the Steelers yesterday, the Steelers almost oh won that game. Oh. They came back at one. Uh, the, uh, Cleveland wins. Yeah. But, however, there was one point where the, the Steelers' helmet, the quarterback's helmet, went on, so and Miles Garrett picked it up. Now, remember, he once grabbed the Steelers' helmet. Yeah. Ah. That's right. Hit the quarterback. Yes. It was so funny was to watch dude? the Steelers players. <laughs> Mason Rudolph. Yeah. <laughs> to watch them grab that helmet back from him. Not this time. The Cleveland defense is awesome. Yeah. Miles Garrett was in gray sweatpants and no shirt. He had muscles I didn't even know existed. Mm. And then his humongous dong in his what? sweatpants. What? Really? You can see it? <laughs> yeah. And the only reason I even thought about it, I was wearing sweatpants at my show in Louisville. And I told Eddie, oh, I, can't, I need to go change my pants before we do meet and greet. Because it looked like a tiny turtle head. <laughs> his looked like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles Garrett's looked like he had an anaconda. Sure. And I put over our picture, because I posted a picture of Eddie and I in Louisville eating <laughs> ice cream or whatever it was. And you could see like a tiny pinky poke coming out of mine. Did you, did you censor it? I did. I, well, I just put the Louisville tag or where we are over the top. But I think that's why I noticed the Miles. I mean, the greatest, maybe the greatest body I've ever seen on a dude. Wow. It's wild. I'm going to I'm gonna have to look that up. As yeah. soon as you said gray sweatpants, I was like, is he going oh, where I think he's sure. going with this? I don't know if he knew what he was doing, but if I look oh, like knows. that, you know what I would, wear, knows. I would knows. wear suits made of sweatpants. I would show up <laughs> to prom in a sweatpants tuxedo and like, look at this ding-a-ling. <laughs> oh. Okay, what else you got? Last one. After another one-possession loss on Sunday, it's Brandon Staley of the Chargers, the next coach to get fired. You know, they should just take him and Eberflus and... They're like, all right, guys, pick a number one through ten. Uh-huh, okay. Uh, okay, good, you're both fired. It doesn't even matter the number they picked. <laughs> Any number they and lose. the Bears, yeah, huh? So I'll start with the Chargers first. And you could tell Staley was getting upset when they asked him if he was still going to call defensive plays. I, I don't know how he makes it through the rest of the season, much less into next year. Mm-hmm. They just, they're just they just losing too much. Yeah. Um, 
And he's probably a big reason that Herbert, I don't believe Justin Herbert, even though he throws like crazy, he doesn't win games. Herbert's one game under 500, his total career record himself. He did throw a pass. He did throw a couple passes that were just straight dropped, but he also threw a pick. I'm not a Herbert believer. Anymore. Ever. Never? I only believe because people told me to believe. Yeah. And I still see what they see because he looks awesome. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't win. They don't win. Um, I think Staley gets fired. I think Iberflus now gets fired. The crazy thing about the Bears was Justin Fields looked good. They should have won that game. Oh, yeah. They had Detroit on the ropes. Yeah. Detroit scored twice in the last— they had, In they, like two minutes. <laughs> like Goff ran down and scored in like a minute. Yeah, that's crazy. And then, oh, so annoying because I had a bunch of money in. But um, <laughs> I think that Ron Rivera's probably gone in Washington, but they'll let him finish because I think they brought him in for stability reasons. I don't think you bring in Riverboat Ron and just go, all right, we need you to—you're a 60-year-old man. Really give us a fresh coat of paint. Yeah. yeah. They brought him in because that pr- program—it feels like a program. I mean, Dan Snyder— when he owned it and they brought him in just to be some kind of guiding little oar you put on the back of the boat. Through all the changes. Just yeah. So uh, Frank Reich, they shouldn't fire Frank Reich. They, they shouldn't. I hope they don't. If they do, it's a meddling owner. I'm telling you another team's going to grab him immediately. Eberflus out. Staley out. And we did a bit, if you remember like four months ago, we we're like, what's going to happen? Taylor Swift and, Kelsey breakup, or and I was like, Josh McDaniels will get fired first. That's right. And Josh McDaniels did get fired. And t- Taylor's still together with Travis. Correct. Through the so holidays. You, so you win that. You <laughs> see what happens afterwards. <laughs> hey, what about the Bills, though? Like, they fire their offensive coordinator and then come out looking like they're Super Bowl champs. You know, and I don't even think, because their offensive coordinator was... Um, Dorsey? Uh, yeah, Ken Dorsey, the quarterback. Miami quarterback, mm-hmm. right? Um I don't even think hey, he was doing a fine job. Yeah. They, you just have to fire somebody. Yeah. He but was man, it looks bad land. when they fire you, and then your team just looks amazing well, afterwards. So <laughs> I get it, but done, I mean, dude. and Zach yeah. Wilson, I, I always think, and I in the NFL, if a guy's good enough to make it to the NFL, if you can get him enough reps, he'll eventually be at least serviceable. Not Zach Wilson. That O line is just as bad. I'm telling you, he. I I had faith in Zach Wilson to just become okay. But he's not okay. No. no. He's terrible. And he's also cocky, which... <laughs> doesn't help. Which doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. That's the Tittle Tattle. Stupidest name ever. It's the Tittle Tattle with Kickoff. 25 Whistles is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. As we always say, download the DraftKings app. Use the code BOBBYSPORTS. One word. Get in on the action. All right, well, let's uh, look back at our parlay from the weekend that we lost. Again, not sure we've hit one since like week two of the show. Um, I had Kansas State, minus seven and a half. They ended up winning the game, but losing because they didn't cover the spread. But it was a big win for them versus Kansas. So uh, good win, bad loss by me. Uh, The Michigan game was a lot closer than we thought. Michigan wins 31-24 over Maryland. And again, they won the game, but they didn't cover. And they all, I mean, that game was probably a little closer than I think all of us imagined anyway. I, I don't want Michigan to lose. I'll be honest with you. I do not want Michigan to lose. I'm not a Michigan fan. I just love that they keep winning because if they lose, the scandal or whatever it is will not be a scandal anymore. And then Eddie, well, with the easiest bet of the week, did pick the Oklahoma State money line, but he could have also taken the spread as Oklahoma State won 43 to 30. Good win by the old pokes over there, uh, but not a good win for us. We let you down again. We, we let you down again. 
If you, I don't know why you would, but if you want to take the 25 Whistles Parlay, you can check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code Bobby Sports when you download the app. 21 and up in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. All right, weekend review NFL games. If you have something to say, hold your finger up and I'll come to you. Uh, Steelers and Browns. It was a very ugly game. I thought the Steelers were going to do it again. I'd even made a note in my phone as the Steelers were about to win that I felt like, because I'll watch these games and take notes, that... Pittsburgh is like your average-looking buddy who keeps getting hot girls. There's got to be something divine about him that you, you just can't place. <laughs> something deep inside. Yeah, they just they, they keep winning and being close without really being much. They play ugly and then try to win at the end. And they almost did it yesterday, too. Mm-hmm. And you know what? The Browns are good. They're good because their defense is so good. Yeah. That That's not a bad loss for the Steelers. It sucks that they lost, but it's that's not like an ugly loss. It's not like when... Jacksonville lost 100 to nothing to San Francisco a few weeks ago. Yeah. Like, that was an ugly loss for a good team. So, the, the Cleveland defense is so good. I get that, but that offense is really bad. I agree. Kenny Pickett. I agree. And he wears two gloves. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> He's like that golfer. You show up to the course. You can always He's wearing find two him. gloves. Yes, hilarious. <laughs> uh, Lions 31, Bears 26. The Bears blow a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter. It's very classic Bears. But Man. I thought Justin Fields' first game back looked pretty good. DJ Moore. Like, they scored 26 points. What do you want? Uh, Dante Foreman got hurt when I was watching. Man, he runs downhill big, strong. Mm-hmm. But he got hurt. But the Bears, that sucks for the Bears. The Bears just, they lost, but they won, I guess. They keep their draft pick-ish. Yeah. But the pick they really want is the one, well, that keeps getting 
as yeah. good with the Panthers. Yeah. So, uh, Chargers and Packers. Hey, Jordan Love, not my favorite aesthetically, but played pretty good. Yeah. And they're so <laughs> young that that you talk about weapons. And when Watson, your second-year receiver, is like your... <laughs> That's your star. Yeah, well, if, he, if he's like your veteran. Yeah. I mean, because Dobbs is also, I think, a second-year player. Um, that's a very young... Yeah. And, and Bocateri, or the, you know, their lineman, mm-hmm. he's been out. For like three years. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. So the Pack- that's a good good win for the Packers. Yeah. And a terrible loss for the Chargers. They're, Chargers. they're living the years of when the Cowboys had Quincy Carter. You know, like, it's just a tough time. I don't... Yeah. I don't think so. The Packers are just on top, man. The Packers are always a top five team every season. And all of a sudden, your quarterback leaves you for the Jets. And, like, who do you got? You got nothing. Well, you have a guy that you've developed in your system for the past two, three years. Yeah, and he's all right. He's okay. You've been, again, big investment. Not a lot of payoff yet. He could It could happen in a couple of years. What's the Packers record? They're only paying him five million bucks a year, too, even next oh, year. Oh, that's nice. So he's still... In a deal where he's not getting paid a lot, so they can put more weapons around him. Yeah, that's a good deal. Um, I Four and agree. six. So I, I agree. It's not been great, but I do see improvement with with, with love. Yeah. It's like Go- like Goff has played well. He had a bad game yesterday, but then he came back. Sure, he made up for hey, it. All that matters is those last two drives. Yeah, I hear you. You win the game, NFL. You win the game. That's it. But but love, like Goff was bad. He was. He was. La got rid of him. He wasn't good in, De- in Detroit. Got the right little situation there, right coach, right like golf's top twelve quarterback, probably. It's hard to say that because it's Jared yeah. Goff. But with all these backups in for sure this year. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. Uh Raiders 13, Dolphins 20. The Raiders hung in there. Jalen Ramsey's game. interception at the end. I thought he died yeah. when he made that pick. And I was like, well, I guess he's out the rest of the season. He landed on the ball. So I changed it after that. Oof. So I think maybe the win was just knocked out of him. Yeah. Was there any injury? No, he was fine. He got up and hyped up the crowd and everything. He, so the Raiders chunked. They run like a post route. And he had, he threw, he beat the the defensive back that he was, Ramsey comes from the other side in the air. Whoa. Makes an awesome, like highlight video interception. And then just stays down. And you're like, oh no. But good win for the Dolphins. They don't have a lot of great wins. But I'd still say this is a good win for the Dolphins. Are they for real? Yes or no? No. I still say probably not. Wow. You haters. I think they're for real. Giants commanders. What a stupid game. Because I bet my <laughs> well, what eliminator bet? on. Oh, no. The on the commanders. And I kept thinking they were going to come back and do it. Because all game, they were fine. Uh, but Saquon, big day. Great yeah. Because it's on my fantasy team. Same. Um, they, Sam Howell just didn't play well. Yeah, they were coming back, and then I think he threw a pick six at the very end. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bad deal. Yeah. That's, you can't get beat by that Giants team. Did you see the water uh, heater was out for the stadium? So the Nobody players shower. Take showers? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. yeah. Cowboys oh 33-10 over the Panthers. Uh, Bland got another pick six blowout win. Four pick sixes. Uh, this yeah. score, though, like I mentioned earlier, is not as close as the game was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was definitely a game that I thought was going to be a repeat of Cowboys Giants. It wasn't. Did you watch the whole thing? I did watch the whole thing, man. Thoughts on the team? Which, which is hard because, you know, like again, when the Cowboys are playing at noon, there are so many noon games I want to watch. But if the Cowboys are on, I'm not switching over to watch it. But my thoughts is, you know what? A win's a win. It wasn't beautiful, Dak. Again, I, I don't like. Oh, why, are, why are commentators now calling Dak, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in the league? I think with the Cowboys, you got two <laughs> ways to do it. Yeah. 
they're amazing or they're awful. But literally two weeks ago, it's like, oh, do we? I mean, do we want to keep Dak? Like, what's going on with Dak Prescott here? To two games later, man, you're looking at the quarterback of the league. I you do know, feel like he's getting a lot of love. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think, Eddie, you're just not used to it. Yeah, maybe that's <laughs> so it. It's the first time hearing yeah. it. And you're like, what? I've been saying this the whole time. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, a, a win's a win, dude. A win's a win. I love the defense. Looked great again. I mean, sure, there isn't a strong offensive line there in Carolina, so we took advantage of that. Never apologize for winning. But man, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Jaguars whooped the Titans. Trevor Lawrence is awesome. Calvin Ridley had a big day. Thirty-four uh, fourteen. I guess there's really nothing to say about this game other than I didn't watch a whole lot of it because it was never much of a game. Mm. The, the confusing part were the helmet colors because I. Again, I'm severely colorblind, dark colors, and I think the Jags had black helmets. Yeah, they have black helmets. And I think the Titans had blue helmets. Sure, dark blue. And I couldn't tell the difference in helmets, <laughs> which That's shouldn't tough, be a big man. deal because you can look at the jerseys, but still, the, all the heads are running around. I That was part of the reason that I didn't watch a whole lot of that game. Uh, Texans beat the Cardinals. C.J. Stroud had over 300 yards. First half was great. Had three interceptions. But again, they won even when they didn't play their best, mm-hmm. and that's a team you got to look out for. That's crazy. It's crazy the Texans are winning. It's awesome. Uh, 49ers with the Bucks. Purdy had a perfect passer rating. And I don't know how a passer rating of like 152 or 158.9 is perfect. Somebody needs to teach me the passer rating. Don't look at me. Because I can tell you how batting average works. I can tell you about how I would say 95% of the ratings work. I have no idea. But when they're like, Purdy's the first quarterback with 20 minimal attempts to have a perfect passer rating. I'm like, wow, he's 100%? Yeah, that's no, perfect. No, it was like 21 for 24, 158 right. passer rating. What the? <laughs> f- yeah. It's almost know. like if it's close enough, that's a perfect pass. Yeah, pass yeah they round up. Yeah. <laughs> he did play great. Ayuk is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Debo, I mean, every, they're back. Their weapons are there. But the Bucks played pretty well. Uh, Bills whooped the Jets. Josh Allen, three touchdowns. The Jets' offense is terrible. They switch quarterbacks. They, it's, it's, it's a mess. I mean, there's no way Aaron Rodgers comes back if they're out, out, out. Mm-mm. Can you get pull up the, the East? The AFC East. Mm-hmm. I just want to hear. I'll, I'll go through one more game here, and then let's talk about the AFC East. Uh, Rams over the Seahawks, 17-16. That's a stupid game. Missed, I can't believe they came the back and won. Missed the game-winning field goal for the Seahawks, and they, the Rams come back. Uh, Stafford is like the greatest old guy ever. <laughs> and not only that, Cooper Cup got hurt, and they still – It's. Mm. I don't like it. I don't like it. I need the Seahawks to, to win. Uh, okay, give me that. So we got the Dolphins in first place, seven and three. Okay. Bills six and five. Okay. Jets four and six. Okay. So the Jets are still hypothetically in it. Mm. Because if there are still seven games left, they're four and six. Let's say they go five and two. So that's nine and eight. They could. Po- you need the Bills to cr- to to crap out. Like they have been crapping all year. I don't, yeah, I know. I don't have any faith that they can win. I don't know, man. Last week, uh, th- th- this yesterday kind of looked good. Yes, yesterday <laughs> did look good. It gave it gave a lot it of Bills pretty. fans hope, but, but also they were playing nobody. Correct. Yeah, I think the Jets' defense is like they're over it. Yeah, like they play well, but they're just like we, we like, can only do so much. But again, they're a solid defense. Yeah, I agree. But it's like if you're getting no help at all, and I know you want to still be great because if they you go go another team, you need tape. It's sure. all you got to do individual stuff too. Yeah, I could just see being a Jets defensive player being like, it doesn't matter what we do, we're still going to freaking lose. Exactly. That sucks. Yeah. Okay, that's your NFL look. Hey, there's so much to be thankful for. If it's family, friends, food, if it's NFL football all week long, yes. DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping your Thanksgiving week full of action. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on the NFL action and score 150 instantly in bonus bets. 
No matter your appetite, there's something for you. Money lines, parlays, props, live bets, and so much more. You name it, they've got it. I'm a big DraftKings guy. You know that. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. And we ask that you politely, if you don't mind, it would help us. Use the code BOBBYSPORTS. And here's the deal. New customers can bet five on the NFL Thanksgiving action and score 150 instantly in bonus bets. Five for 150? That's crazy. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with the code BOBBYSPORTS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In West Virginia, visit www. 1-800-GAMBLER.NET. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Let's look at college football real quick. As we talked about, Michigan whooped up on Maryland, except they didn't whoop them, they just beat them, but they just... I don't know, man. Michigan, they were just turning the ball over. It just mm-hmm. felt sloppy. Mm-hmm. I felt like they could have won that game big, but I felt, and it also, you know, their thousandth win was like the big story. But you see, somebody went and dug up their one thousand wins, and one of them was against a high school. Oh no! <laughs> of course. Wait, wait when was like, that? Way, way back in, the, like I don't know, team. <laughs> yeah, something like that. They were like, "This is not accurate." One That's of the wins funny. was against a high school back <laughs> in the day. Probably an Ohio State fan. <laughs> All right, say, so, hey, why don't we go play that high school? Eh? <laughs> uh, Bama whooped up on Chattanooga. It wasn't close. Louisville beat Miami. Good, good little game there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was down to the end. I mean, they were back. It was a good game. Back. Yeah, it really was. I was happy to see Louisville win, though. Uh, Florida State, whoops, Northern Alabama, but that's, I mean, 
Jordan Travis is, he went out in the first quarter, but his injuries is going to set their whole team back. They're not going to be able to lose one game and still make it now. That sucks for them. Yeah. Because he's legit. Oh, yeah. Uh, Georgia-Tennessee was never even a game. First play? Oh, man, we got to stop Tennessee. thinking. Oh, yeah, stop. there was the first play. Like, oh, <laughs> the first. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was like, George was like, oh, yeah, we're done here. Let's let's finish them. Then it was, oh, it was never really a game no. after that, sadly. Ohio State whooped Minnesota, da-da-da. Oregon whooped Arizona State, da-da-da. The Washington-Oregon State game was pretty good. Good game. I, I thought Washington would win. I thought they'd win a little more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oregon State was the favorite, but Washington did win, but they didn't score at all second half. That weather was definitely a, a factor. I thought it was the time zone that affected them. <laughs> they're all over there. Oh, they're, they're used to that time zone. I thought they were two hours earlier. Like, oh, this is an early game. But like a lot of rain. I mean, it would just come really hard, and then it would like just chill for a little bit. And every time that rain hit, they couldn't. Is it rain or snow? What was it? No, it was raining, but I just heard what you said. And that was all. <laughs> what? Every- you said the rain would come really hard. Oh. <laughs> That's Dirt. you, dude. Take your mind That's out of the you, gutter, dude. dude. Come on. I'm uh, trying to talk football here. Reed heard it. Reed heard it, too. Texas and Iowa State game was closer than I probably thought it would. It was a ten, they ended up winning by 10, but there was a touchdown two-point conversion that put it away at the end. Uh, Missouri and Florida, close game. I don't think people expected that one to be as close as it was. Missouri hits a game-winning field goal, and good for them. I mean, Missouri's – they have, they have a one, two – how many losses does Missouri have? They lost one. So a one-loss Missouri two. team. Dos. Two? Dos. Okay. Who who they lose second game to? Let's see. They did beat Kansas State on a field goal earlier in the year too. Probably they like lost to Georgia. Georgia. They've lost to LSU. Uh, yeah, they're done there. LSU and Georgia. Because I thought like a number ten Louisville team. However, you almost have to win your conference if you're Louisville in the ACC. Mm-hmm. Missouri's not even going to make it. They have two losses in the East. Yeah, that that sucks for them. Uh, Kansas State wins 31-27 over Kansas. Good deal. That's a good game. I was happy to see. Kansas State's like my second favorite, third favorite team. Yeah. Oh, me too, dude. When I, when I see a license plate, a car with a Kansas State license plate, I'm like, yeah. what's up, man? Emo. 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 Emo for sure. <laughs> what's up? Go Cats. Uh, so Go cats. we're going to do a couple <laughs> interviews here. We went to BYU, and I will say, uh, hey, they're the nicest fans. They're the nicest people, nicest fans. Everything about BYU, I just want to hug all of it. You thinking about going back to college? To BYU. I'm yeah, about, me, me too, I'm, man. I'm thinking about being a Mormon just for BYU. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. I'll do it with you. So I want to. We got a couple of these, including the head coach, coming up in a second. We're going to chat with, and we thought it'd be fun to go talk to the long snapper, um, because he's the long snapper, and then the other guy's the punter and the holder. Sure. Which is always weird to me that you have to do two important jobs. You got to punt, and you got to hold for the field goal kicker. So you can't just you can't go and do punt practice while the kicker wants to do kick practice. Yeah. Because you got to go hold. And the punter is built like a tight end. The punter yeah. was like a defensive end, I believe, in, and was recruited as a defensive end in no, the high school. Long snapper. Oh, was it? Yeah. They're both big yeah. dudes. Yeah. yeah. And they're both like like chiseled and nice. Oh, man. Cool. They're not miles getting <laughs> But say. still. Um, so Austin Riggs and the punter, Ryan Rico. Austin is fluent in four languages. That's wild. He served a mission in Zimbabwe before playing at BYU. Ryan was the number one rated kicker coming out of high school in Washington. Follow them on Instagram at Austin R. Riggs and Ryan at R underscore Recal24. I don't know. Just find him on our page. <laughs> Google it. All right, here we go. Here's that interview. Okay, let me introduce you to our new friends. Uh, say your name and your position. Ryan Rico, punter. Austin Riggs, long snapper. And so, Ryan, are you do you hold too? 
I do, yes. I'm the field goal holder as well. Well, that's a weird pressure to that. Because you don't get any credit for anything, but dang it, if you mess it up. Yeah. Like, everybody's like, that's on the holder. I know. It's, it's, a, it's a thankless job, but that's, that's specialist in general. That comes with the territory. How did you, let's talk about the, the, the holding first. How, like, how did that come about? Do you audition? Do you practice? Look what happens. Man, usually, like, you look in the pros, usually it's the punter that holds for the kicker just because they're spending all the time together. There's, like, nothing else better to do for a couple hours a day. So, yeah, when I got here as a freshman, they said, all right, you guys are with each other enough. Get good at it, and that's going to be how we roll. And so you two are always together. Yeah. But what about if you want to punt, and it's like he needs you to catch the hold? Like, what if you're like, no, man, I need to punt. He's like, no, you need to catch the freaking <laughs> snap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, is that, is that not never an issue? There's some friendly disagreements. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you roll with it. Like, it's, it's give and take for sure. So what's a practice day like for you? Oh, man. Uh, like a Tuesday, a Tuesday or Wednesday? Tuesday. We usually get out probably about 30, 40 minutes ahead of practice, just getting warmed up because that's usually when the field is open. And uh, snappers are getting loose. We're catching snaps, punting, getting the field goal kickers ready and stuff, holding for them. Um, and then usually special teams is kind of right at the beginning of practice. So we're rolling with the team. We're getting our, our field goals in with everybody, kind of like the live operation, we call it. And then the rest of practice is just be as productive as you can possibly be. So whether it's stretching, whether it's just getting more reps in with the guys, um, going and talking, making new friends and stuff on the team, it's, it's really just use your time the best you can. Are you, when you're at practice, are you, like, trying to stay out of the way of, like, the defensive linemen? Or, I, like, I just, uh, we, we, we went to another school, and they were, they were weird about their specialists. They had them in different rooms. And I was like, that is not right. Because you two are also big. Like, you two are, like, large. Yeah. I wouldn't want to mess with you guys, because the other specialists were, like, this tall. No respect. Yeah, yeah. no, like, like, you automatically get all respect because you're just big dudes. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what is that, that? what's that dynamic like? I would what, say... Well, do you do, you know, like, picked on, do you? Yeah, so I think the weight room is our biggest way to show, like, where we're at Let's on go. the totem pole. Yes, sir. So... I mean, we try to lift, we lift with the tight ends, uh, defensive end, linebackers, kind of that area. Bigger dudes that can throw a lot of weight but are still athletic and fast. And so that's kind of where we're at. And like you said, it's like we're big dudes, which help us a lot because, I mean, on a field goal or on a punt too, if Ryan wants to take a fake or they're putting pressure on me, we can stand our ground and we're not just going to get blown up. And so the team definitely appreciates that. Ryan helps us out. I think the biggest with the respect with the specialist is how big he punts that ball and just how high it is. So, I mean, everybody respects a guy a lot more if he's the best at it. That's true. So that's well, what I, we're kind that's of... That's we get no respect. So You're that's right. really cool that you guys, <laughs> you guys do. Get you guys some respect. Yeah. So, so what about you? Can, when people line up, obviously they can't... It seems like they can't line up right over you anymore. Now, have you been in both situations where before they changed the rules, did you ever have anyone line up over you and go right in? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely against the rules. And you occasionally, especially in high school, you'll probably get popped every once in a while. It's more dangerous on a punt because when we go through the demonstration, I go completely through my legs. And so my whole back and spine is exposed. So I'll get bumped occasionally in a practice and I'll get frustrated because it does hurt a lot. But the catch is, they might not be able to line up on you, but if you don't pop your head up, 
they're going to run right past you, especially on a punt. And then they'll go, they have a free release to go hit Ryan. So it's kind of like, how fast can I snap the ball and pop my head up to block? And then when you pop your head up, though, then you're fair game? Yeah. Uh-huh. I like this. Sorry, they guys. just wait. Exactly. When you're down, are they ever talking crap to you? Not a lot. I mean, I try just to be easy going. I focus on my snap, and then if they made a funny comment prior to my snap, I might tell them that was funny and then jog off after I snapped but they, it. But do they talk a lot of crap? Like, do they talk? Like, yeah, you suck. And is it like basketball? They'll, or is on it? a field goal, they'll talk. Yeah. On a field goal, because I'm not moving after I snap it. I'm just sitting there blocking. And then they also want me to have a bad snap so the kicker misses it and whatnot. But, I mean... They're not that creative, to be honest. So it's not like they're like saying some funny stuff. Yeah. Trash talk they can bring. Yeah, they didn't. Material for this? No, they didn't find my girlfriend. They didn't find that stuff out before the game. So I would have to imagine that you guys played other positions. I mean, you're both extremely athletic guys. What what were you playing in high school? So I was a defensive end, and then I also played left tackle. So we just never came off. How did you start? snapping then it was because they just needed a snapper and you happen to be good at it yeah i was pretty good at it and my dad kind of sat me down and was like you're not gonna look like tyler batty who is 6'6 285 and shredded like i'm not gonna get to that but i don't want to either it's like i want to stay with what i have and so my dad's like why don't you just be a long snapper and be the best at it in college i was like and go on to the pros too i was like that's a good idea so uh we talked about it a little earlier with you guys there was a guy named John Denny, and so he played for the Miami Dolphins. He's an alumni from BYU, played there for like 14 seasons. Just massive dude, kind of a behemoth of a man, and he just uh, found out what he was good at, was athletic, big enough, and the NFL loved him. So I'm like, why not just do that? Did you long snap in high school? Yeah. Okay, so did it help you get to a college? Like, were they like, do they look for long snappers? Yeah. So they have a, we all have different kickers, have different camps, snappers have different camps. Like um, I went to, it's called the top 12 camp with Rubio long snapping. And it's kind of like the elite 11, but for long snappers. So you go there, Ryan and I both went to it. And so uh, you go there, you're the top snapper, punter, kicker in the nation. And then the colleges will reach out to those coaches and say, I want these specs on a kicker, punter, snapper. And so we had a specialist coach here, and he's like, I want a big, tall, uh, fast guy. Who do you have? And they're like, Austin Riggs. Perfect. Is the fast advantageous because on a punt you can also run down and try to make a tackle? Correct. Yeah. That's what I do. You want to have as many guys running down. I thought you were going to keep your head down. That's a field goal. (laughs) Punt, I'd snap and kill. That's it. Snap and kill, man. (laughs) And is there ever a situation where you guys blame each other? I don't think so. Oh, like, uh, bad snap. No, bad hold, man. Because <laughs> we do that all yeah, the time. Yeah, we, <laughs> but not for the same. But we blame each other all the time for everything. We're pretty – we know what we're doing. Yeah. We might talk to each other, but we're never going to, like, go in front of the team and be like, hey, guys, that wasn't my fault. Like, that was Austin. Like, blame him, not us, or the kicker or anything. And I think that's one of the main things that you look for in a specialist is you don't want the guy that's going to shirk, like, shirk that responsibility. Um, so, yeah, it definitely comes with the territory, like – we're spending all practice doing this. We should be pretty good. And if there's a there's a mistake, then own up to it. Even if it might not ho- totally be your fault, you still take part in that for sure. If your kicker misses a pretty easy kick, like a 22-yard chip shot, do you still go, hey, man, good job. We'll get him, buddy. Or do you just walk <laughs> off? 
we give him a good buddy. Yeah, that's that's the thing with like kickers, punters, whatever it is. It's so much more mental than it is physical, um, just because you might have like four or five plays in a game. So, like you might have four or five snaps in a game, and like other positions, it's like, oh yeah, next play mentality. Like I'm gonna line up right after this one. For us, it could be 20, 30 minutes. Could be a couple hours before we're like getting the next rep. And so if you're if you're easy to get down on yourself or looking for excuses and stuff, that's just going to roll right into your next rep whenever it might be, and it's just not going to be a good mix. I understand that, but what if he misses like four in a row and like after the fourth one, you're like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to tell this guy. Yeah, I'd be like, I don't even know you do. <laughs> you definitely can't add to it. I can tell you yeah. that. You have enough guys on the team that will come and be like, hey, why'd you miss that? And he's going to say, I didn't mean to. Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. the most clear and concise answer it's like <laughs> i didn't mean to miss that sorry man right. so you have enough guys that will come and ask him like what happened we all know like i know ryan knows how to hit the ball perfectly a 70 yarder whatever he wants to hit if he doesn't hit that he has a better idea of what went wrong than i do and so i'm never gonna be like hey your drop was a little to the left like yeah. he knows more about it than i do and so it's kind of like we're good like no worries i'll give you the best snap and uh i'll try to do my part as much as possible and if it's a low snap i think ryan actually punts the best when it's a low snap so if it's (laughs) sometimes i tell myself that yeah if if it's not perfect doesn't matter we still gotta work with it hey ryan he definitely makes me look better so if it's a little off he's like okay we're gonna bomb this (laughs) what kind of punter are you do you do the thing where you run around and find out or do you just be sad i'm more like pocket punter so so. you just sit there and like bring a baby that you yeah, busted. exactly. What's your longest collegiate punt? Collegiate punt is 83 yards. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, was that the perfect roll? I mean, did it hit probably like 60 and then just, just fire off? That one hit probably like 70. Really? And then rolled it to the end zone. But like right off right off your foot, you're like, oh, yeah, I, I felt that one. Like it's, a, <laughs> it's like a nice drive in golf. You put it 70 in the air? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Golly. Do you feel the guys coming? Like, do you even focus that, or do you, like... Yeah, yeah, I mean, you try not to. You're not, like, staring at him as I'm going to, like, punt the ball or anything. But, um, I mean, we're human, right? Like, if you feel guys flying past you, it's, like, you're aware of it, but you're not, like, hyper-focused on it, if that makes sense. Have you ever got away with... I mean, someone, like, nicking your toe, and you're like... Oh, and oh they're yeah, like, 100%. You sell that as much as... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I was. That's three yards for yeah. the team. You got to do it. And it's, I imagine most times it doesn't work, but occasionally you can really sell it and get it. Oh, yeah. It's it's kind of like dependent upon the angle that they come in, where the refs are looking for. But if you feel contact, you're just dropping like a sack of bricks. Like, just make it look pretty and lay there for a sec. You know, get the attention. Do you hate when the, not because they're about to score, but just generally you versus him, when the returner breaks contain and it's he's coming, you're the last guy up. Oh, yeah. Is that, is that just a terrible feeling? The worst feeling in the world, yeah. We just had that against Texas. It was not fun. Are you trying to position them to angle them to the sideline? Like, if you see the guy coming, what are you doing? It's so, like, bang, bang. So you're just, I want to get a at least a piece of him. I want to get something on him. But, like, they're the punt returners, they're fast. Like, they're back there for a reason. They can make stuff happen. Um, and, like, whenever you got a guy with 30 yards head start running at you and you're stationary, it's going to be really tough to to kind of make up for that um you do the best you can if it doesn't end up working out like that sucks but again you got to move on and can't dwell on it too much can you always see him when he catches the ball pretty yeah 
I, I would think so. I don't think there's ever been a time where I'm like, did he catch it? Because the guys are on the way. Yeah, it's usually, I, th I think it's pretty easy to tell just because you see the body language of everybody else around them. And so they kind of know, okay, it hit off of him and it's rolling around or fair catch, whatever it is. Two final questions. Have you just nailed the perfect coffin corner in a game before? Yeah, yeah, a couple times. God, that would be the, the that's got to be the greatest. <laughs> it's pretty satisfying. It's got to be the greatest. Sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just walk off the field, mic drop. And it's like at the, at the half or the one or the yeah, one and a half. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. And then two, your, what's your shortest shank? Shortest shank. Oh boy, oh boy. We're talk about that. Wait, at eighty. I'm curious. I want to end like twenty-seven. And, and then when that happens, does it hit off the side of the foot? Like what? What happens when there's a? Oh man. Because all minor shanks. So yeah. I only know what I do. I wanted uh, what, a few. Like fourteen yards. Yeah. Four, yeah. Fourteen. Yeah, yeah. Fourteen. I was terrible. I was terrible. Yeah. So you still doubled it. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. <laughs> um, now I think there's a lot of stuff because it's there's just a lot of moving parts with punting, but a lot of it is like okay, I either had the ball too turned in or like a finger nicked it, and mm -hmm. then. You're just swinging so fast; it's it's not perfect. Do you know? Me, do you know immediately? Fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's literally that's the worst feeling. Like, okay, is the co is nailing a coffin corner better than how bad? It, which one's the more severe? Is it worse or is it better? It's those kind of like the I hate to lose more than I love to win. Yeah, I felt that. Yeah, Same. Same. it's it's kind of like so that. you hate the yeah, you hate the shank yeah. more than you do the that's yeah. the one like you could hit perfect punts every time, but you have one of those. That's what you're gonna be. It's also got to be a weird thing. This will be the last thing I say about this. To have a position where you need a good player, but people don't want to see you. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want to see the punter. Because no. that means we have to punt the ball. Exactly. And you got to be like, I can't wait to punt. And I'm like, I don't want you to punt. You know? Because yeah. that's your job. Exactly. And you want to be good at it and show how good you are, especially uh, to, to get collegiate honors to go to the next level. But nobody wants you to have to punt. Yeah. Did you know that, Ron? What was that? Did you know that? that we don't look forward to the punting. I thought everybody just wanted to see punts. No. Yeah. We love it when you do good. <laughs> we don't like it when you have to go out there. Yeah. So I look at it, it's a win-win. It's like, we got a first down, great. Team's doing great. Go if I win. Let's, like, let's do it. If we don't get it, sweet. I get an opportunity to go out and try and help the team. But it's never, I mean, it's like only your mom wants to see you out there. Here's the punter, really. Uh, and now me too. I'm gonna be yes, yeah. It's mom, wife, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Family, but other than that, yeah, it's comes with the territory. It's all right. I think the worst part during a game is when it's third down. We have to huddle right by where the line of scrimmage is at, and you have all the offensive players, and we're like, pun alert, pun alert, pun team's coming out soon, uh, and it's just this awkward because everyone else is like, no, we're getting the first, we're getting the first, and I'm like. We got to get ready just in case. We don't We don't want to go, but just in case, we're here. Yeah. Well, we're so. ready to, to learn a little bit. So let's hop to where you guys feel like it's pretty good and yeah. show us a couple things and let's see what we can do. Perfect. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. All right, next up is our sit-down with BYU head coach, Kalani Sataki. He, did you, in our video of too much access, read, edited in some footage of him playing running back. It was like Mike Allside. Oh, yeah, yeah. pretty amazing. Beast. At BYU. Just Big dude. A train. Because he doesn't look like he'd be a running back. He's got a bigger guy now. But, no, he was a bigger guy then. Just Yeah, yeah just ball of muscle. Man, crazy. So, Coach Taki played at BYU in 94, and then 97, 98, 99, 2000, under Lavelle Edwards, who's a Hall of Famer. He's been the head coach since 2016. You can follow him on Twitter at Kalani Sataki, and here he, I, this dude. <laughs> I want to hang out with him <laughs> some makes, more. Makes me want to be a Mormon. And I don't, even, I, don't, I don't even think he's a Mormon. I don't think I don't he is a Mormon. I know, I know, but I'm just like, oh, whatever you want, coach. I love the dude. All right, here you go. Coach, first I want to say that I'm coming into this with a headache because I'd seen running backs run through those shoots before on television mostly. Look pretty easy, like foamy. Like maybe it's like a massage when you ran through. <laughs> That one out there was like big, thick, fat wiffle ball bats. Yeah. That Probably heavier than the wiffle That ball. didn't want to bend. Yeah. And so is that one stronger than normal, or am I just weaker than normal? I think that's the standard. Uh, okay, thank you, Coach. That's <laughs> so, the standard yeah. one that we got. So yeah, I, thanks. Yes. <laughs> so we're the weak ones. That was not pleasant for me. As a former running back yourself, what was the version of that whenever you were running? It was similar, maybe just a little bit more rusted and uh, – Metal? Uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, I mean, maybe that's just my memory. I think when you get older, everything was a lot tougher back in the day. I think it might be the same stuff, but it's a very useful uh, tool for us to get ready, especially the running backs, take on hits and things like that. When I was playing, not the same, not comparing it, but when I was playing high school football, we – I know, I hate to say <laughs> it, but I'm just, it. I'm, i got to preface it with something. <laughs> we didn't get water when we wanted to. Yeah. That was yeah. the thing. It was like water was a reward. And you didn't get it unless you deserved it. Now, that doesn't happen now, but was that in your day, was that kind of the same yeah, deal? Yeah, I, I remember. I mean, I don't know if kids drink out of a, a garden hose anymore, but we did. And uh, I think our water was uh, the hose hooked up to a um, a pipe that had, had holes, holes in it. Right. Yeah. That's right. Had all the and holes. And then you just kind of, that's what you did. You went and, and drank from that. And I think you had a couple water breaks in a two-hour practice. And now we got water available for these guys after every play even, you know, so. Uh, 
Yeah, it's 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 different, but I mean, I don't, I don't know if that was wise by our time. That I don't think it was wise we're, at all. Actually, we're just Looking dehydrated. Back, I think it was a pretty yeah. terrible idea. Pretty terrible idea in general. So I think I'm, I'm thank goodness for science and 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 you know technology that we can uh, put the kids in, in a better position to have success because uh, maybe we lucked out by by just maybe we didn't move fast enough. These kids are a lot more explosive and a lot more talented than we were back in the day. I was talking to a couple of the players. They were talking about the sports science crew you have here. What is their main goal, and, and what is it to help the players with? Well, I, I believe in um, being innovative and, and creative, and so uh, a lot of times you have to stay ahead of the, ahead of the curve, and uh, you have to kind of be able to forecast change. And, and I think sometimes uh, we can become creatures of habit in, 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 in sports, especially in football, because you just say, hey, this is the way we've always done it. And I think the rules change. Um, there's a lot of different things that change constantly, and if you're not changing with it, you're going to find yourself way behind it. And so uh, we're, we bring the sports science into it because um, uh, the research that you do, the data they have, uh, gives us an opportunity to be better and improve. And so that's what we're trying to do. I, I don't think it's anything unique that we do. I think everybody's kind of going that way. And I just know that if you don't innovate and you don't create, then, then you end up pretty much falling way behind, and, and we, want, we don't want to do that. I have a couple friends that – are the coaches at their alma maters. And when I talk to them, it feels like it's a little bit like Batman. And what Batman says, or in the movie, it's like you die a hero or you live long enough to be a villain. Scott Frost is an example in Nebraska. Like they love that dude. Like that's their dude. And he went up and it didn't go right for him. With you, it feels like this Provo BY, it feels like they love you more than any of those other coaches that I know, like, like you're their dude. And is there an extra pressure on you because you got to represent one because this is your school and two because well you're representing everybody that went to this school and this i mean this town well i, I think for me I, I grew up first of all i i love being a player here for lavelle edwards who's a legend and the um i had a great experience with him so a lot of what we do in the program is what he did for me you know and so the culture the environment we're trying to create that family atmosphere that he did for me when i was a student athlete because um, it works, and and so I enjoyed it. But before that, before I was a coach and before I was a player at BYU, I always loved BYU as a fan. So I think for me, it's maybe a little bit different because I grew up a BYU fan um, in Hawaii and and just uh, in the North Shore. And there's there's guys in my neighborhood that played for BYU that I grew up, and they look like me, and I I see them playing at BYU. So to me, it, it was easy follow. But my family loved BYU, so we always kind of I don't remember ever starting to to cheer for them I just always did and so I think for me I, I understand where the fans come from because I am one so I can understand the frustration I can understand the the excitement the energy and so I think for me I just try to feed to that as much as possible and try not to get so much in coaching mode I, I mean I'm a coach I get it I'm responsible for the program but uh, again my roots are that I'm a fan first and, and my responsibility as a coach is to is to provide entertainment and make the fans happy as, as well as connected to taking care of the players. And so I, if I do that the right way, I think it, it should work out fine. Speaking of that, Coach, if it's fourth and one, fourth and two, and you're like, nah, we just got to punt this, but the crowd's like, no, we got to go no, for it. Coach, yeah. Do you give into that or are you just like, no, man, I'm head coach. I think this is the right idea. I mean, I am a fan too. So when you say the fans are doing that, I'm doing that too. He's I, yelling it too. I get Come what on. they say. So yeah, we go for it a lot on fourth down. But I mean, I, I'm the guy that when I played Madden, I tried different things. I, 
you know, I used punt block as a defense just for fun and Same. stuff like that. You know what I mean? I think, Automatic run yeah, stopper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Field goal blocks, stuff Actually. like that. Um, I just wanted to try things out, and, and I think that uh, I think fans can appreciate the aggressive play, the the the, the desire to want to make the play now. But I also have had enough time as a player and as a coach that that I, I can do things within reason, you know, and. and I like. I think everybody looks at the analytics and the data and say, "Okay, this this makes sense to do it this way." And the data, the, the research says you should you should go for it in this situation. I, I still feel like there has to be a feel for it and kind of a gut and an instinct uh, that that you kind of have to approach to it as well. And considering the momentum and and who's on the in the in the game at a certain time, um, so I try to factor all that in. But even with that being um, variables that I consider. I still make the wrong decision sometimes, but uh, if I'm going to make the wrong decision, uh, I want it to be aggressive and I want the fans to know that, that uh, the reason why I did it. I know I'm going to have to answer for it sometime, but uh, I, I think I'm okay with it as, as long as I have the right reasoning and, and, and the right data to back it up. But at the same time, uh, sometimes when you're in a really difficult spot and you just have a feeling to go for it and it doesn't work out, it's all right. I mean, that's, that's life, you know. I wouldn't have never met my wife if I didn't do that. So I think it's okay to be bold and to to to, to dare to do things um, and even to fail. I think it's okay to, to fail in the great things and then you learn from it. I got a follow-up yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. The, what, what bold did you do to meet your wife? Was it fourth and one? What yeah, was it? What, no, no, no. She it's, like, it's, it's go being, for it, coach. <laughs> no, I think it's just like the, the just having the courage to, to introduce yourself and talk yeah. to, to people. You know, that's it's always scary. I think this, the, the fear of rejection – Stops a lot of people from from trying it, and, and sometimes uh, failure will be will be uh, something that can really stop momentum. You know, I, I I look at I try to look at the best parts of life. I think sometimes we focus on the negativity and, and like a, a bad breakup, for example, and all that all that has done is get you closer to finding the love of your life. You know, so I I really believe there's a there's adversity that happens in your life, but how you respond to it really gets you the prize at the end, and that's. Uh, I, if I didn't think that way and everyone was raised that way by my father and my family around me, then I don't think I would be sitting here right now. Do you ever go out after a game, win or loss? I mean, you don't really know or maybe you don't like the other coach and you just don't say anything to them. But you just like you just move your mouth like so the camera thinks <laughs> you're saying something. No, I, I actually had tons of respect for every coach. That's every single one of them? Yeah, well, I mean, I, obviously I, I try to get to know them. Here's, here's the thing. I, I try to find the common bond. Common bond is that we do the same job and that we, uh, when we got into it, our, our main um, motivation was to mentor young people and uh, and to be great teachers for them and, and get a great example. So uh, I can respect that in the other coaches. I, I actually try to try to get to know them and try to be friends with them. I know that um, that's not my job. I guess most coaches don't really care to be open to that, but I, you'd be surprised. I think most of the coaches are – they, they're they're open to it. I I haven't had any problems getting to know other coaches, and uh, they they're really friendly, you know. So I, I to to answer your question, I haven't had one one coach that I've actually met that I didn't like. I like them all, and, and in fact, I've become really good friends with with many of them. Lane Kiffin. Oh yeah, I've met Lane before. I mean, he so he he coached with uh, Norm Chow, who was a mentor of mine, was an offense coordinator when I was here, and Sark, who was a teammate of mine. At USC. So he, yeah, so I, I appreciate his his, his uh, honesty, and I, I think he has a unique perspective. But you have to think about well, what can you learn from the things that he does is he, he has a, a legendary father as a coach. 
And I think he does some great things as a mentor too. I know I've known I know players that have played for him and enjoyed his his uh, his mentoring. And so yeah, I really appreciate what he does in the game. Hilarious, Lance, hilarious to me. Uh, final three questions. You get the job. You're the, now the head coach. It's your alma mater. Do you have a minute where you look in the mirror and you're like, "This is crazy." <laughs> like I get to be the guy that gets to wear the Y. Yeah, every day, every day, and uh, it's a dream for me. So I, I, I don't. My goal is never to take any, this job for granted, and to make sure that I am humble enough to to realize that day one, the day that I'm right now, my eighth year as a coach, that I have to have the same energy and that same excitement as it was day one. And I think I've been able to do that, but it's just I'm human, so it's not easy. You know, that's why I have wonderful people around me, like like my wife and uh, my other loved ones that can keep me humble. They, and I have no problems. Listen, I, I know that it takes a lot of hard work to get here, but the hard work and the sacrifice were mostly by the people that love me. And all I did was kind of listen and and be obedient to things that they asked me, the advice that they give me, and uh, and then it just worked out for me. So I I would always tell young people that if you want you want a good life then uh make sure that you have wonderful people that are, that are around you that support you and love you from day one you know the day ones and and then just listen to them and, and anytime they they criticize you or, or give you some advice then there's nothing wrong with listening and and and, and kind of applying it to you so for me that's that's I, I try to live my life like that and, and the day that i don't that i don't enjoy it i lost that that day one excitement is the day i should retire Coach, I played in high school and you made fun of me for saying that. No, I'm just saying I played in high school and and Bones and I we've been able to do this at a few schools and we suit up and we put the gear on, we run the drills, running back drills and all this stuff. And after like 20 minutes or 50 minutes, I'm like, this is exhausting. And you guys do it day in and day out. And I promise, Coach, I will no longer sit on the couch and criticize what you guys do <laughs> because that's some hard work. Your, your, your boys are putting some hard work in. You're putting a lot of time in. And we just sit at home with a beer in our hand being like, this is like, come on. Why would you do that? That's a <laughs> stupid play. And what do you think about that? Like, what what do you think about us? Well, it's – it's <laughs> well, and I, I appreciate the fans because without without fans, then this game doesn't move. You know, it's, but we're it, critical, Coach. Yeah, and that's okay. And I mean, stupid. I, yeah, but if, if, if you do your job, then all your fans are happy and – my goal is to make all, all our fans happy, you know. But um, the other side of that is, is you, for our players, you look at the, the the people that are willing to do it, the players that are willing to work all these days, all these hours, uh, for only sixty minutes of an opportunity to play. And so, when you think about our guys, we have one hundred twenty three guys on the team, and they practice and they train all year round. Um, some mandatory, some on on their uh, optional. And they only get 12 opportunities if they're healthy to play 60 minutes each. And if you're a starter, you probably only play like maybe 20, 22 minutes of that. And so when you think about it and you add up all the, all the time and you invest in it to only get maybe a chance at 22 minutes as a starter and you're a backup guy or you're not even on a travel squad and they are willing to do it just for the chance to play on that field. Um, that's something special. And then you're going against a team that feels the same way. So how can you not respect them for doing the same thing? And 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 you're in the stadium's filled with fans that love what you do. But I think that the fans understood the sacrifice and the the energy, the investment that these young men put into it and the coaches, then they could maybe understand a little bit more. But there's nothing wrong with fans getting excited and having fun and and if 
you know, as a fan, maybe maybe put down the beer and drink a root beer once in a while. Exactly. That's what I'm excited about. Have just yeah. much fun. Then you, be, then you won't be yeah. as critical. Yeah. <laughs> Last question. Talk about being in the Big 12 for the first time. Yeah, we love it. And we knew we were going to be in it a couple of years ago and when the announcement happened. we, we I'm so excited about the leadership in the Big 12. I, I'm excited about the, the camaraderie and the the connection that I have to the other coaches. And you talked about other coaches. The coaches in the Big 12 have been amazing. And um, – and talk about like sportsmanship and 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 just uh just the the business relationship we have, but then it's also um, for them to be so welcoming to me and to the other the other new coaches into the conference. Uh, it's been really cool. We've been part of the meetings for a couple of years now, and all those guys have been amazing. And then to see them as coaches, and then to have them include us is was something really special. And I love being a part of this conference. And then we get to go out and see all these fans at the different stadiums on the road, and then they come here to visit it's been really cool I, i've enjoyed it now you know on the field the the field stuff i mean that's what i have to control but uh i can't really complain i just love being a part of something that's really special and and i love that that our leadership's innovative and trying to find different ways and but the partners in this in this conference are amazing coach appreciate you love how you do what you do uh i think a lot of what you do speaks for itself and a lot of what you say when you speak just reinforces what you do and so, a uh, big fan. I didn't like to beat the crap out of us this year, but whatever. But other than that, <laughs> congratulations. You got a great team. I yeah. mean, it happens to all of us. And I, I mean, the thing is, that's what makes football fun and exciting. That, so, was, that wasn't fun for me. So, no, that was not true. I know. We, we still cheer for them. So, you can't just can't talk them into the positive it, it part of this. That environment was awesome, though. Yeah. It, was, it was amazing to, for us to be there in that I bet. setting. You won. It was awesome. Yeah, it, but it was, we, 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 <laughs> we, lost, we lost to Texas. That was an amazing experience, too. We just, the scoreboard just didn't work out our way, but. Uh, you know, I think there's a, there's always some positive things to, to take from it. Not so. for me. Not from that game. Nope. <laughs> Keep right, trying. Get this guy a root beer. <laughs> yeah, we'll be you. okay. <laughs> coach, thank you. Thank you. Thank awesome. you, Appreciate coach. it, guys. Okay, so let's do this before we wrap it up. Promises. I believe I promised UNLV. You had, no, UTSA. Hey, great oh, promise. Both of them. That's right. Uh, no, UNLV yeah, UTSA. was last week. Yeah, that's right. Got it. Yep. UTSA. I promised UTSA would win, and they did. And I text the coach after the game, like right when the game was over, and he texted me back. It's pretty awesome. Dude, we watched that on the bus. That we was did fun. After Louisville. And oh, it was really? A la- yeah. It was a late game for San Antonio because mm-hmm. that's Central Time Zone. It was like yeah. 1130. We're on the bus coming back from Louisville oh, wow. from a comedy show. So no money for me going to the pot. Nice work. Reed? I had the Cowboys minus 10 and a half. No money from you? No money. Eddie? I had the Cowboys ten and a half, minus 10 and a half. No money from no you? No money from me. Kelvin? Guys, I had to pay up already, okay? Steelers plus one. Oh. What's in the broken promises jar? Lots of money. Do we have a, t- a tab on it yet? Mm, no. It's like 100 because I think uh, last time I checked it was 160, 170. And then let's talk about our NFL picks. We all picked every game in the oh, NFL. Boy. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. We're I keep fi- forgetting about We're just about finding this. ways to put money in the broken mm-hmm. promises jar. <laughs> so first, because the last place is only the only one that has to do it. Kevin, who finished first? Reed and I tied again for first. God dang, dude. Oh, we suck goodness. at this. Yeah. On, what is happening? Yeah. Okay. Who finished uh third? Who got who got too cute? Yeah. Who who finished last place? Just tell me who finished last place. There's a tie. Oh no. Yeah. So it's void. Yeah. Let's put in five apiece. No, we finished, I like that. No, we finished last. We have to go ten each. Oh. Woo. Oh, I'm running out of money, dude. <laughs> Come on. I'm getting to the point where I have to clear it with my wife now. <laughs> I, I hear you. <laughs> But you can win it all back in like a couple weeks. Correct. What week do we do this? Yeah, 12. So next week? Two weeks? Oh, already? I thought, thought it was 13. 13. 13 that maybe? feels early. 12 13. feels early. 
Uh, let me run through my final notes real quick. Bryce Young, I think will be good. I wrote that. I watched him the whole game. <laughs> that's what you wrote down? Yeah, that's all I wrote. I just want to remember to say it. Uh, the Bears are solid with Fields being healthy. They choked at the end. I wrote that down. I like that. Stroud with three picks. Kept trying to give the game up, but the Texans' defense and rest of the team wouldn't allow it. It was a good win for the Texans. The Giants pick six versus Washington. Oh, the, the throw out of bounds. Did you, um, and a toss out of bounds. Oh, that's what Devito? it was. He was throwing the ball out of bounds. But that was their he inter, they intercepted the ball and ran it back. It was a throwaway pass. Oh, I just saw the end of it. I didn't no, see that. Oh, that was okay. exactly what he was trying to throw the ball out of bounds, and that's where the interception was. Sam Howell. Yeah, he, oh, didn't, throw, Howell, he okay. didn't throw it far enough. Oh, I was pissed about that. Eliminator got me. Uh, Jalen Ramsey's big high flying pick for the Dolphins. He's hurt. Hope he's okay. I wrote that. Hope he's okay. I don't know why. <laughs> I guess I was just you're probably thinking you're going to send him the notes. Maybe so. And then Herbert loses again. His final pass was blocked. Boom. Lime. That was it. So. Uh, what were your notes on the Cowboys? I didn't make a note. I knew I would remember. Okay. You just wrote, how about them Cowboys? I didn't write that. No. Um, so, Eddie, we owe 10 more bucks. Yeah, man. Kevin owes 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. We have one more week, and then we bet go two weeks for the money. Right? Yeah. Or week is 13. it week 13? So, no, we have two weeks then. Because this is week 10 we just finished, right? I think we just finished 11. Yeah, it's week 11. Okay, I must be looking at records that have had bye weeks then. Yeah. Yeah, we just yep. finished 11. So, one more week, and then we play for the money. Yep. <laughs> Where we eliminate one person each week. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Good? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds great. Uh, do you want to hear my betting stats for the weekend? Oh, please. I feel like you did You did pretty well. Well, the problem was they were like, if you meet this criteria of betting this many bets at 150 bucks a bet, you'll get a free $75 bet. And I was like, I only have three more to do, so I'm just going to bet 150 150 I lost all three of the 150s. But you got a bonus bet. Of 75. So, overall. <laughs> they got you. Got me. That last game last night is what got me. Um, okay, so here we go. Over the weekend, NCAA bets, I bet 25 bets. Total wager, $3,763. Total winnings, $5,510. For a plus of $1,747. Yee! That's a good week. Making money at Smiles. Whatever. Making Smiles. <laughs> smiles. Get him out. Get him out. The NFL, those last bets got me. Because I bet all those 150s on that game, and I lost all of them. Yeah. Total bets, 17. Total wagered, $4,770. Total winnings, $4,689 for minus 81. Over the weekend, I'm plus $1,666 at an $8,000 betting weekend. <laughs> now, for the whole summary of the year, total bets, 366. Total wagered, $62,240. <laughs> last week... Risk taker. <laughs> last week, I was at minus 2500 this week, I'm at minus 857. Okay. I'm working my way. You're I had, climbing. A, I had two bad, really bad. Not this week, but the San Francisco and the Arkansas bets were multiple thousands mm-hmm. that I'm trying to dig out from. So, Kevin, what was my worst game of the weekend? Washington. The Commanders. You had them minus ah. three and a half, minus one and a half, minus eight and a half. Oh, you lost you, 450 bucks on that. You were believing on that one. I kept thinking they were going to come back. Sure. I think we all did. So, I lost 450? 450. And what was my best? But your best was the Thursday night game, the Bengals. Where you bet two thousand total between two different bets, and you won thirty. Oh, I forgot about that. That was early on. Yeah, yeah. We did we talk about that on the show Friday or not? Uh, yeah, we I did. think we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and I won how much? Yeah, you won three thousand six hundred thirty-eight bucks. Out of boy. Out of boy. On the over and Bengals plus fourteen and a half. That helps you claw back. I squeak right and I squeak those, man. Oh yeah. Very last touchdown drive. Oh, I, I hit a good one. I hit a four part. Um, Christian McCaffrey to score a touchdown, C.D. Lamb to score a touchdown. You hit Dave, one of those? David Montgomery to score a touchdown, you bet and Tyreek Hill. You bet it up there on the top? I saw, yeah. that, I saw that one. What'd you, how much you bet? 
I just put five bucks on. But how much you get? I want like twenty. Let's go. Twenty-two hey. bucks. Who cares about what the money is? It's mm-hmm. the return on it. It's. I'm with you, dude. Four times. I took one of those two that had the Giannis and Luca over as well Saturday night, and they both hit five bucks, forty-six bucks, or something like that. Wow. Let's go. That's awesome. Yeah. I took a couple of those. There were like ten leggers that they had up there, and they both they all missed. Uh, Oh. Oh. Okay. Hit the button. I did bet a. (laughs) Blow it. I did bet a thirteen-game parlay. And miss one game, dude. I listen to this podcast and they do a parlay. But I missed and I early. On that one but I, I missed early and I was so pissed. Mm. Mm. I think I missed one. Maybe I missed one and I missed early and I didn't check back and maybe I didn't win the last two. I don't know. Uh, what, what podcast? Uh, Twenty five whistles. They do a the part three <laughs> game parlay. I put some money on that one. Didn't didn't hit it that one. No, those guys are idiots. <laughs> they haven't won since like week two. I know. Dude. I gotta stop doing that. Yeah. Uh, the new episode with TCU is up of too much access. Thank you guys for being here. Eddie, blow the whistle, and we... Are we forgetting anything, by the way? We're are we good. good? Good. Good. All right, blow it. We'll see you guys later in the week. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.